The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell coming to you, as always, just like for the last 28 years from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And if you'd like to find out about the programming we have available for you 24 7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, visit www xzbn.net. My guest this hour is a good friend of mine, Dr. Don K. Preston. He is the president and founder of the, how do you say this again, Don? Presserist? Preterist. Preterist Research Institute of Ardmore, Oklahoma. He is a prolific author, having published 19 titles and many DVDs and MP3s on biblical prophecy. He owns two very popular websites, www eschatology did i say that right eschatology yeah. yes why do you have all these hard names huh why <laughs> uh, well let's make it really really easy all right. don donkpreston.com there you go welcome back to the show don <laughs> always great having you with us uh first of all uh you know my congratulations to you and your family with the medical problems that uh thanks to the good lord were were uh, worked out amen Amen. And I appreciate that. My wife, uh, my wife has had a horrible time with her health over the last few years. But uh, as I was sharing you just before coming on air, mm-hmm. she told me yesterday that uh, she feels more like herself over the last two days than she has in the last two years, and that's remarkable. Uh, she's a very, very strong woman, uh, tough as a boot. <laughs> but I'm telling you, she has really, really been through it. So it's wonderful to see that she's starting to get back to her old self. Please give her her, her our very best, Don. I Don, will do that. Over the years, you and I have talked about many aspects of religion. We've talked about Bible. We've talked about end-of-times um, prophecies, the scam artists who take advantage of people when it comes to the end-of-time scenario. But once again, these faith healers, so-called faith healers curing people in miraculous ways all in the name of God are starting to raise their nasty heads again and one in particular has caught my radar and that is John of God apparently he hasn't had more than grade 2 education he is in Brazil and he cures people by touch what really caught me was when in order for him to cure him get cured of cancer he had to go to a regular doctor. <laughs> now, my question was very simple. Well, if you could heal others, why couldn't you heal yourself? And you know what his answer to me was? A barber doesn't cut his own hair. <laughs> a rather facile uh, response. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, a, uh, a barber doesn't cut his hair because he cannot see properly. But if, if Yao here, uh, which is his real name, Yaltaheria Deferia, uh, if he knew that he had cancer of the spleen, cancer of the liver, he doesn't have to see it. He doesn't have to see cancer mm-hmm. on the part of his patients. All he supposedly has to do is lay his hands on them. Why doesn't he just simply lay his hands on himself? So it, it that response, uh, as I said, is rather facile. It's self-serving, uh, and, and it's obviously false. Uh, I, 
I'm I'm exactly like you in this regard, uh, Rob. I absolutely deplore. I get upset. I get angry. I get frustrated when I read about and I see mm -hmm. these claims by these charlatans, and I don't know of another word to use. And they run the gamut from uh, what is commonly known as, um, you know, American evangelistic uh, organizations, uh, all the way to men like John of God, that really are not what you would call Christian evangelists. Um, anyone saying and doing what he does uh, really kind of lies outside the pale of that. But it's so sad. And the reality of it is, as you well know, Rob, mm -hmm. people can get so desperate to be healed, to find relief from the maladies that they're experiencing, that they're willing to try literally anything. They're seemingly willing to believe anything. And yet, when a person takes a hard, critical skeptical and yet fair look and examination of the claims are being made. The, these claims invariably fail. You know, John of God is just one of them, but, um, you know, what about others? Uh, for example, Peter Popoff. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. one of my very favorite stories, Rob. <laughs> and I know, I know that you know the story well, uh, about how Peter Popoff was discovered uh, and explo uh, exposed on Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson did not know it was going to be done on his TV program, but James Randi uh, and his crew had gone in and they had set up some electronic monitoring equipment. They discovered that Peter Popoff had people in the audience who had interviewed people prior to the service, asked them their background, asked them about their malady, uh, you know, where did they live, uh, how many kids do they have, and on and on and on it went. And come time for service, here's mm -hmm. Peter Popoff. Oh, 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 uh, let me, oh. Lord, thank you. Lord, the Lord has given me a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge. We have gentleman John Smith sitting back here third row. Uh, he's the father of three children. He lives in, what was that, Lord? What was that? Oh, yes, he lives in Bakersfield, California. And uh, let's see, John Smith has a problem. Oh, he's got, a, he's got kidney cancer. And John Smith, have I ever met you before? What? Uh, no. No. No, Mr. Popoff, I've never met you before. Uh, uh, well, how did I know these things? Well, I don't know. Uh, it must be the gift of God. <laughs> and so when James Randi revealed that, <laughs> I watched that, and you could see the palpable fear on <laughs> Uh, on the face of Johnny, thinking, what are the legal ramifications of it? <laughs> <laughs> he, could, uh, he was looking for his lawyers <laughs> to come on stage and say, no, 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 no. We, we didn't know about this. Oh my we God. are not liable. Uh, but Peter Popoff was absolutely exposed as a fraud. Well, you know, and then there's Benny Hinn. I, I think he's a real... I've I've got to be polite because there's kids listening, but you know I, I think that his his ethics are not very credible. Uh, and let me see, Ernest Angley. Here's another one. Mm -hmm. uh, my God, that guy's got big ears, and he he needs <laughs> he needs to get a new toupee because that one's yeah. certainly getting really old. Yeah. Um, well, let's not forget Oral Roberts and oh. his 900 foot tall Jesus. Oh, that was that was a good one. That was priceless. Uh, how, how Oral Roberts managed to shill the public. Now, Oral Roberts founded a university in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right. I was, a, I was actually invited 
to come and be a guest lecturer there on one occasion uh, to give a lecture on the book Revelation. Uh, a professor who taught one of the courses there was familiar with my book entitled Who Is This Babylon? I, I was treated wonderfully, uh, more than cordial. They had some very, very academically qualified instructors, but the background uh, ambiance of the charismata, uh, of all the other miracles, uh, you, you had what I can only call a disparity between the ac academic setting of the class, for instance, that I was invited to teach. Mm -hmm. uh, and for instance, I, I was privileged to meet a professor who taught Hebrew. Well, I can tell you that if you are academically qualified to teach Hebrew, uh, you're doing pretty well. Uh, and I can also tell you, you had to go to school to learn how to teach Hebrew. Really? You, you were not miraculously endowed with the ability to, to speak and to teach Hebrew, which brings up one of those really fascinating points, Rob. Why, why don't we hold that fascinating point until we get back from this commercial break? Because I don't want to have to say, Don, stop. Because, <laughs> man, when you get going, I can hear the thunder in your voice and... <laughs> I don't want to stop you. All right. Don K. Preston is our very special guest of this hour, ExoNation. DonKPreston.com is the best website, right, Don? Exactly. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. And, and, and don't send any money to Peter Popoff or, or John of God. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll give you a list later on. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand worldwide and more does this sound like tomorrow's television well it is but you can have it today right now it is simul tv simul tv offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like exxon sci-fi and horror we are worldwide no other provider offers that 500 built-in video games no need to have an extra expensive system we have them included free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. 
Dr. Don K. Preston is our special guest this hour. DonKPreston.com is his website. And Don, I'm sorry I had to cut you off. You were going to come up with something very important. I could tell it in your voice. I could hear the thunder rattling. <laughs> well, I was about to make the point that uh, when I was invited to speak at Oral Roberts University mm-hmm. some years ago, I was privileged to meet a professor who taught Hebrew. Hebrew right. Uh, and uh, look, I... I don't know one Hebrew letter from another. Uh, It has always been one of the most difficult things for me to even attempt to learn the alphabet, for instance. Um, Have some training in the Greek and what have you, but not Hebrew. It's just totally beyond me. But I do know men who are proficient in Hebrew, who can read the Hebrew as well as they can read the English and what have you. All of that said, uh, uh, very, very eloquent. Uh, This was a woman professor. And the point I was about to make, she had gone to school for years and years and years to become proficient at not only understanding the Hebrew, but to have the academic credentials to be able to teach Hebrew at the university level. And the point that I was making is this. In the midst of all of these claims, uh, not only of these so-called faith healers, but all of these people who who claim that God speaks to them directly, and all of these people that, that claim to speak in tongues, it is absolutely fascinating and I think significant that not one of them attempt to go to a foreign country whose language they have never, ever, ever learned. They know absolutely nothing about the language mm-hmm. uh, and go and preach to those people in the language of those people like happened in, in the Bible. Now, for me, for instance, if I were to attempt to go to the land of Israel today, where I, I have a friend, he is an extremely prominent individual in the land of, of Israel. He is considered by many one of the le- leading Hebraists in the world today. I correspond with him on a very regular basis. When I have a question at all on the Hebrew, I correspond with him. Uh, he's been gracious enough, by the way, to invite me to go uh, to Israel in 2019. He will give me the whole tour. But were I to be invited by him to go to the Hebrew University and to teach a course on Hebrew, I would just like, oh, sure, right, uh-huh, <laughs> ain't happening because I, I know zero Hebrew. Now, my point is that Here is a university, Mm -hmm. Rob, that was based upon the claims of the miracle-working power of God. Did they have anyone professing to teach Hebrew based upon the miraculous gift from the Holy Spirit of speaking in Hebrew? Absolutely not. They were a fully academically certified instructor in the Hebrew. Now, folks, there's something wrong here. Absolutely something tragically wrong. And it runs the gamut from what we began talking about at the beginning of of the program. Uh, Charlatans such as John of God, who claimed to be healing by the power of God, all the way running through the gamut of so-called prophets of God. and, And in a sense, that's what John of God is claiming to be to people who speak in tongues, and yet they do not speak in known languages. They do not speak in the languages of people in countries where they're going to minister. And that raises an interesting anecdote. Back in the 30s, Amy Simple McPherson McPherson, was an extremely, extremely popular and influential, quote, faith healer in Los Angeles, San Francisco, and the California area. And she started a revival of tongue speaking and supposed miracles of healings and what have you. Now, she was investigated very thoroughly by different sources, by different doctors, mm-hmm. all, of, all of whom reported, no, the people who claimed to be healed were not healed. And that has happened over and over. And here's what happened. This was absolutely amazing. This is well documented in the history of Amy Simple McPherson. Her followers began to speak in tongues as she claimed to do. 
in their enthusiasm, they said, we're going to go to the foreign countries. We're going to minister there because, you know, they'd stand up in these worship services and they would speak in these tongues. And somebody over here with the word of wisdom, with the word of knowledge would stand up and say, the Holy Spirit is revealed. They are speaking in the foreign tongue of country X. Well, I mean, after all, uh, if you're, if you have been endowed with the miraculous ability to speak in the language of country X, let's lay, say lower Slobovia, for instance, I don't know if there is such a country, <laughs> then by all means, let's go to lower Slobovia and preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So some of these undoubtedly sincere, you know, people who love the Lord, but I would say tragically, horrifically, and embarrassingly deceived people raised the money. They traveled to Lower Slobovia. They got up in front of the audiences and began to speak in what they had been told was Lower Slobovian. And the audiences were turning to one another and going, Huh? <laughs> say what? They could not understand one single syllable. Oh, boy. Because, as it turned out, Amy Simple McPherson's followers were not speaking in Lower Slobovian. They were not speaking in any language whatsoever. And I, I, I really believe, Rob, that it, it is incumbent on us. Now, look. I am an unabashed believer in Jesus of Nazareth as the right. Son of God. I make no apologies for that. I uh, he is the very center of my life. Why? Why would you say that? Why would you anybody need to say apologies for that? Oh, because we're living in a time in a in a culture where if you are believing a believer in Jesus, you're uh, you're an uneducated buffoon. Who says uh, that? Who says that? Oh. We'll get him on the show. We'll we'll te we'll tear him a new hole. <laughs> Yeah, well, almost James Randi almost does that. And look, I appreciate James Randi's skepticism. What I was about to say was that I believe all of us, mm -hmm. I really believe this. I believe every one of us needs a healthy dose of skepticism. I agree. I have, I, I have read books, anti-Christian books, for a good part of my life. I have read books that question the credibility of the gospel accounts of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I've read them a lot. I don't have a problem reading that. Jesus himself said, if I do not do the works that the Father has given me, do not believe me. Do not believe me for my word's sake. Believe me for my work's sake. Now, there's a challenge for us. Uh that's exactly what we ought to be doing in the case of John of God. That's exactly what people needed to be doing and did, like James Randi did with Peter Popoff. That's what people really need. We need to be willing to not be gullible. And there is story after story after story, documented stories, in which people decided to do the objective, open-minded, fair-minded investigations of the claims of these so-called faith healers. And when they did, they were stunned, they were shocked, they were disappointed. There was a book written some years ago in search of a miracle. It was written by a former employee of Oral Roberts University. Oh, wow. This man, actually, he was a believer there. He was a man that worked there as a believer. But the longer he worked there, the more he saw that everything was oriented toward the dollar bill. He began to see some of the inconsistencies in the message. So he began on his own. Now, mind you, again, he's an employee of Oral Roberts who preaches, well, you know, just give me your seed money and God will make it grow for you. Well, it certainly grew for Oral Roberts. I got to try that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I've just, uh, I've never had the, I've never had the dead conscience <laughs> uh, enough 
to do that. I, I've, I've always had this problem of a conscience because I just don't see that concept in the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's I true. just don't see it. Well, anyway, this individual decided that he would start on his own, and he did this surreptitiously. He didn't tell the faculty. He, he didn't go to Oral Roberts and say, Brother Roberts, you know what? I've really come to doubt some of the things going on, so I'm just going to investigate this. No, he started going privately <laughs> to some of the people who had attended the healing lectures, the healing revivals, doing follow-up. He had all the records. He had the audio records. He had the video records. Oh, my gosh. He had everything. Okay, this person claimed that they had this or that or whatever malady. They were terminal or they were this or that. He did follow-up studies and found, for instance, one individual who had been brought to that healing service and he had told them that he had some maladies with his legs. Pretty serious, pretty painful stuff. Mm -hmm. They put him in a wheelchair. When they put him in a wheelchair, they rolled him up and Oral Roberts healed him and said, stand up. And well, he, he stood, stood up. up because he walked there in the first place. Oh, my gosh. Don, stand by. You and I have got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation, Dr. Don K. Preston is our special guest. www.donkpreston.com. And if you send me any money, Exonation, I will plant it. I will plant it. But I got to tell you something. God's not going to make it grow. Uh-uh. So why send me the money? Don, I think I just shot myself in the foot. We'll be back I on the other side. I think you did. From our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond, you're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. AVS Media The scientist and the mystic have been on an age-old, relentless search with one thing in common. They seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State-certified occupational school, training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments, enabling international participation, and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, 
the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Explanation, uh, Don K. Preston is my guest this hour, www.donkpreston.com. And uh, Don, you and I were chatting off air during the commercial break about uh, the, the Filipinos that used to do the, sta- the same shtick yes. years ago, and they got exposed. Yes, 15 or 20 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, I will remember, I, I saw a program on TV and it, it was about this one particular individual. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name because that was 15 or 20 years ago. And I do good to remember my name from yesterday now. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, they, they had a film crew of this one man that was doing the knifeless surgeries. And oh, and when, <laughs> when I started doing when I started hearing about John of God some time ago about him doing mm-hmm. knifeless surgeries, I'm going, well, hello, this is the same story from the Philippines. This is nothing new. And the, on, on this uh, film documentary, boy, it was graphic, you know, I mean, blood was going everywhere. And all of a sudden he would pull something out supposedly uh, of this individual's stomach or their neck or whatever. And like I said, blood was seemingly going everywhere. Now, I, ever, I personally, when I saw it the very first time, I thought, you know, that's not very good fake blood. That that just really doesn't have a convincing look to it. Of course, it's TV, uh, yeah. so who knows? Uh, but he would have these gauze pads just soaked with blood, and he would throw off on the floor what are supposedly what were supposedly tissue from the inside of these individuals and yet amazingly there's no incision so it's a pretty cool trick to take tissue from inside a person and yet you never make any incision of any kind and you could tell that they were needing the person's uh, that by needing k n e a d i n g uh, the individual skin and as the case might be, they're fat, they're fat folds and what have you, which made it all the more convincing, by the way, because they were moving the skin around so much. But this particular film uh, crew was it was just showing, once again, there's absolutely nothing being removed here. This is, there is nothing that is legitimate about this. And uh, I, re- I reiterate what I have said. When, when honest to goodness, objective, and, and I mean objective, and I, I've, I've made the comment many, many times, I really appreciate the work of James Randi. And there's, um, uh, there's another fellow that works for him. I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, uh, Nickel, I believe. Oh, Dr. Dr. Joe Nickel. Yeah, yeah, something like that. In fact, Joe's I, going to be on the show next week. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, one, one of my reservations, and, and believe me, again, I have no problem whatsoever with them investigating. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think they do a service to the world when they expose these charlatans. Mm-hmm. But one of my concerns is that when, when you have people – whose basic underlying motivating presupposition is that there cannot be, there never was such a thing as genuine miracles, then they are going to look for ways to negate. Now, as I have explained, I do not believe that there are genuine miracles being performed in our world today. I I believe that Jesus and his apostles performed genuine miracles, and the testimony that we find in the Gospels I think is very credible. Uh, Jesus was put on trial by some of the best lawyers of the day. Uh, These are men who, in order to be a member of the Sanhedrin, you had to speak at least seven uh, or perhaps 11 languages. You had to be proficient to a certain degree, uh, even in the medical uh, arena. Hmm. Doesn't mean that they were medical doctors. I'm not suggesting that. But these were not gullible men. And yet, 
after examining the miracles of Jesus, as opposed to others who were claiming to do miracles, even the Sanhedrin, who hated Jesus with a purple passion, wanted to kill him, they had to admit, we admit that a notable miracle has been performed here. We cannot deny this. That, that's pretty impressive. Um, so anyway, I appreciate the fact that James Randi, Mr. Nickel, uh, Nickel, however you Nickel. pronounce it. it do you know what his business card is? No. This is the God's truth. It's a wooden nickel. <laughs> and that's what he really? gives out as his business card, a, a wooden nickel. How interesting. That's yeah. fascinating. Well, I, I know that he did. Um, he did one article in, wasn't it 2016, Rob, mm. uh, exposing uh, the, I mean, new, Newsweek magazine, Oprah Winfrey, they just went bonkers over John of God. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, you know. They were beyond gullible. Uh, uh, what, what's, what's the reporter's name? Quinones uh, or something like that? Right. Uh, you would have thought that he was almost an apostle of John of God. He was so uncritical, unquestioning, uh, no objectivity whatsoever. It, it, it struck me in my reading of the account that John Quinones <clears throat> lost all credibility with me. In his reporting of that. Yeah, you know, I've got the transcript from the Newsweek article. And, you know, it's, it's like, come on, give your, give, your, give your head a shake. And this is from Joe Nichols' uh, investigation in Skeptical Inquirer going September, October 2007. And he says, no one has John of God, a Brazilian faith healer, claimed spirits take control of his body to enable him to perform surgeries without anesthesia and other healing procedures. The spiritual center he founded, located in the little town of blah, 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 Brazil's remote central highlands, has been dubbed the Lords of South America. First alerted by a CNN producer to the John of God healing services in Atlanta, I was determined to go undercover to get a closer look at what was transpiring. I worked with National Geographic Television and Film on a segment for their Is It Real series program, Miracle Cures, which included the analysis of, jo of the John of God uh, phenomenon and um, what's it say? There was a part here that was really. Oh, let me see. Certainly, his procedures are a sham. The twisting of forceps up a pilgrim's nose is an old circus and carnival sideshow stunt, explained in my book Secrets of the Sideshows, Nickel, 2005. Looking far more torturous than it is. The feat depends on the fact that, unknown to many people, there is a sinus cavity that extends horizontally from the nostrils to the roof of the mouth to a surprising distance, enough to accommodate a spike, ice pick, or other uh, implements used in the human blockhead act. Mm -hmm. you know. <clears throat> yeah, I, I have personally seen on TV and in documentaries instruments being placed in people's nose, and it just makes you shudder. I mean, it literally yeah. made me shudder. It's like, uh -uh, no, 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 I don't want to see this. <laughs> and look, that's why I believe that James Randi and Dr. Nickel are doing a service. They are aware, acutely so, through learning, through education, uh, of uh, fake magic, of tricks of magic mm -hmm. that will generally convince gullible people. I have a good friend who has had a certain degree of training in magic. And uh, another friend of mine was actually a magician in Hollywood for a good little while. He, wa he was <clears throat> actually a fortune teller. He became the personal psychic of Larry Flint of Hustler magazine fame uh, because he predicted the attempt on Larry Flint's life that happened to come true. And I even asked him on, on a, one occasion, by the way, he became a Christian. Uh, he and I did a radio program together for some years. Uh, he tragically passed away about, mm, I think two and a half, three years ago now. But I mean, this is a guy he worked in, uh, he worked high up in the occult and in, in the circles of magic and what have you. But I asked him, I said, okay, what made you predict 
that assault on Larry Flint that basically set you up financially. He said, purely wild guess. Wow. He said, you know, uh, I just took a flying leap at it. And he said, no one was more surprised than I was. <laughs> but he said, you know, when it happened, boy, naturally, I was just thrust right in, into the limelight. But one of the things that he told me over and over and over again, and like I said, this guy was really high up in the circles of the psychic community in Los Angeles, Cal uh, California, San Francisco, etc. But he told me the more I was involved in the psychic community, the more it became apparent that it was nothing but a sham, a fake and a fraud. He said what I was introduced to the deeper I went mm -hmm. was the more involved, the more intricate, the more difficult of magic tricks. But he said, the more intricate they were, the more involved they were, the more convincing, therefore, they were to people who had absolutely no earthly clue that it was nothing but sleight of hand and trickery. Well, this isn't a sleight of hand or trickery, but this is a commercial break that we have to take right now, Don. I love that segue, <laughs> don't you? Oh, I love it. Don K. Preston is our special guest, a good friend of the Exxon, and a man I highly respect. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue with Don K. Preston, talking about shams, religious shams, false prophets. And we're going to talk about end-of-time prophecies because a visit with Don here in the Exxon without talking about end-time prophecies it would just be like having a peanut butter sandwich without jam. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simultv. Simultv offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, sci-fi, and horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at SimulTV.com. Do it today. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Exposé Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From Out of the Woodwork will take you from 1899 
to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Don K. Preston is our special guest. His website is donkpreston.com. As always, Don, thank you so much for coming on to the show. It's always a great pleasure sharing these stories with you and getting your, your rational and theological perspective on things. Uh, but here's a question I have to ask you, Don. You've been in, in the clergy many years. You've, you know, you've had the opportunity of speaking to many people. Why is it that people find themselves believing in these, these charlatans. I, I wish that I was a better psychologist, psychiatrist. <laughs> uh, but in my experience, there, there are an awful lot of, I, I don't think there's a simple answer to that, Rob. Uh, but I can tell you, for instance, let, let, let me give a very, very personal anecdote okay. here. My mother years ago was diagnosed with terminal colon cancer. Oh, gosh. My mother did not believe in faith healers. Uh, she did not believe in all of that, <clears throat> you know, all of those false claims. When she was diagnosed, she called me up one day <clears throat> and she said, Don, what do you think of me traveling to Mexico to a clinic down there for cancer treatments? She told me a little bit about the clinic, mm -hmm. and I was immediately skeptical. I was immediately turned off. Uh, she told me how much it was going to cost. It was just, you know, one of those exorbitant things. It just, it just struck you right up front. <clears throat> Here's an outfit that is really doing nothing but appealing to desperate people. And so I encouraged her not to go. Now, in, in ensuing years, I've come to believe in alternative uh, treatments uh, within reason. Mm -hmm. But I'm also a person that I, I, I tend to maintain a healthy dose of skepticism in all things. It, it, as the old saying goes, if it sounds too good to be true, then it's too good to be true. And so I urged her not to go. She did not go. And she lived another year and a half, even though they had only given her three to four months. Uh, she lived another year and a half, I think, because of the will of her power or the power of her will, if you, if you please. Uh, but she was so desperate, Rob, that here was, here was this woman who all of her life had never given so much as a thought to doing something like that. Right that now she was willing to do something like that. And now she wasn't going to a faith healer, you know, but she was willing to go down there and to try this type of treatment that when she told me what it was like, it's like, oh, good grief, no, <laughs> absolutely not. You're not going to submit yourself to that. You can't. And I, I think I know that people do, in fact, get so desperate to be healed. And, and they think that perhaps they should be exempted. Now, look, I'm not a fatalist. I'm a, I'm a pragmatist. Number one, some people get disillusioned as believers when maladies, when horrible disease strikes them or a member of their family. I, I know people who have gotten angry at God yeah. and said, why did God let this happen to my husband that was only 50 years old? I lost a good friend about seven or eight years ago, 54 years old. He went to the chiropractor with chronic back pain. The doctor, uh, you know, the chiropractor took x-rays. He said, you've got to go to the emergency room right, right now. He went to the emergency room. They took more x-rays. They immediately... I mean, immediately 
enter him into the hospital. Not even a month later, he was dead. Oh, my gosh. Of bone cancer. And his wife got angry at God. Why did God let this happen to my husband, 54 years old? One of the most talented men, I'm talking one of the most talented men that you would ever meet. But the bottom line is, the, nowhere does the Bible, nowhere, nowhere has God ever said, you know what, if you're a follower of me, you're not going to be subject to the, to the common illnesses, the common tragedies of the human experience. All you got to do is believe in me, and you'll never be touched by financial problem. Your kids will all be healthy and wealthy and wise and, well, you know, on and on. No, 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 no. And that's one of my problems with these uh, so-called televangelists who preach, send me your money and you'll get rich. Because yeah. that is not a biblical message. Now, look, the Bible teaches that if somebody devotes their life to the service of God, they, they have a right to be paid for that. But when the motivation for a ministry is money when you watch them on TV and about half of the program is, hey, send us your money, then there's something wrong. Now, I'll give myself as an example, not because I'm the greatest example in the world. I do YouTube videos four days a week, Rob. Only maybe, maybe three or four times a year I appeal for financial support. I am supported by people who believe in my ministry. Well, you know, if I'm going to eat, I've got to be able to have money to eat. Right. <clears throat> but I can assure you that when I only ask for money three or four times a year, I think it's pretty evident that money is not the driving force in my ministry. It's certainly not the driving force of my life. So we have to understand that there is a fairness at work here, that it's right and proper good that a person be supported in, in the ministry if they're doing the work of God. But again, when people <clears throat> are charging $25 to get on a bed of crystal lights uh, and you're making about a million bucks a year at that, when a, a bed of, of lights made of crystals is not going to do one stinking thing for your health. Okay, there's something wrong. When they're selling, quote, holy water yeah. that they got out of the tap, there's something wrong. And so we, we have to be analytical. We have to be fair. We have to be objective in our examination. And I, I, I am so put off. I am so offended when I, when I watch these men and women on TV or listen to them on the radio. And I have to tell you, boy, I can't watch a lot of, I, uh, when Benny Hinn is yeah. on there or when Hal Lindsey is on there, I'm sorry. I can only listen to it for a very brief period of time. Just, just listen to this for a second. Here are some uh, uh, some salaries or net worth of some of the televangelists. Kenneth Copeland, net worth $760 million. Bishop T.D. Jakes, $150 million. And this is U.S. dollars. Yes. David Odiop, whoever he is, $150 million. Pat Robertson, $100 million. Benny Hinn, $42 million. Joel Osteen, $40 million. Uh, Billy Graham, $25 million. Rick Warren, $25 million. Joyce Mayer, $25 million. Juanita Bynum, $10 million. The Reverend John Hagee, your friend, uh, $5 million. Paula White, $55 million. Bishop Noel Jones, $5 million. Louis Farrakhan, $3 million. Wow. What yeah. are you and I doing wrong? <laughs> well, uh, it, it's, it is what it is. And 
the tragedy of it is when 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 men like um, Benny Hinn. Now, I saw one report. I, I can't verify this, so I, I don't want to be quoted on this. Okay. But I saw I saw one report that at one time, at least, he owned something like 13 Rolls Royces. Yes, that's true. Now, look, I, I'm a car guy, okay? <laughs> I really am a car guy. Uh-huh. But 13 Rolls Royces, for crying out loud? And something like five mansions and and yachts and what have you? You know, look, as I mentioned a moment ago, my wife and I are supported by contributions from people who believe in what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But my wife and I, we agonize when it comes time to get a different car because we don't want our supporters to think, hey, I'm driving a Toyota and Preston's driving, you know, this or that or the other. And the last car that we, uh, you know, that we traded off was seven years old. We don't buy a new car every year. No. We just don't do it because we try to be frugal. We try to be very, very responsible with the money that our supporters send to us because we know that some people do make sacrifices to support us so that we can... Look, we send books literally around the world free of charge. Don, Don, I hate to do this, but our time is up. But I must say that you are one of the most credible people and honest people that I have ever had the pleasure of knowing. And it's my I'm proud to call you my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. It's always great to be with you. All right. You take care, my good friend, ExoNation, www.donkpreston.com. And I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. 
Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D O W S E R S.com or call 1 877 Dowsing. That's 1 877 369 7464.